This is a Shock Podcast. Shock. Hello and welcome to the Podball Sportscast, the podcast that had to redo this episode, just like what UEFA did with the Champions League draw. Allow me to uh, introduce Karami Kamil. What's happening, guys? And Nicholas John. Hello, hello. They are the seeds in this draw. <laughs> well, I am Faisal American. You can draw me like one of your French girls. <laughs> You're a bad seed. That's what you are. <laughs> That's right. The Champions League draw was held earlier this week. But more on that later. We have a lot to discuss in this episode. So without Freddy ado, let's get started. <laughs> Freddy ado. <laughs> that was gold, dude. First up, uh, COVID has struck Premier League teams. Uh, several midweek games were postponed, and many more of this weekend's fixtures have been called off. They include Man United versus Brighton. Arsenal versus Leeds, Man City's trip to Newcastle, and perhaps uh, Tottenham's home game against Liverpool on Monday morning. Uh, all of this has led to calls for the entire league to be suspended again. Um, Jurgen Klopp disagrees, but what do you guys think? Uh, I think there are strong arguments for, for both sides. I mean, I get that the league cannot afford to have any major disruptions because the schedule is already packed and then we also have uh, League Cup, FA Cup, European fixtures to play as well. So it's going to be very, very difficult to fit in EPL matches here and there if the season is suspended. But then at the same time, also, this is a matter of public health and safety. And, and the UK is currently seeing a spike, especially in the uh, Omicron cases. So something has to be done to help ease the situation, especially since so many clubs have reported uh, either COVID cases or suspected cases. So I, I really don't envy the league officials who have to make this decision because they are kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. But I think uh, that what they're doing now is the most sensible, considering the current situation, Yeah, uh, which is that matches that can go ahead, go ahead. And then if a club has a significant outbreak, then you postpone uh, the, the, the match that that club is involved in. So not a blanket cancellation. You, you, you take it on a case-by-case basis. So I, I think this is the least disruptive way of doing things provided the, the COVID situation doesn't worsen. Uh, but if it does worsen, then, yeah, definitely more, more drastic action has to be taken. But mm. don't you think it'll be kind of unfair for the teams that are not playing right now, Nick? Because let's say, for example, Tottenham and Manchester United, they can't play at the moment uh, due to several COVID cases. So down the road, they'll have more matches to play in just a short amount of time, which might lead to injuries, might lead, might lead to players to be unfit and might disrupt their form in the league. Uh, okay, but, but then again, we also don't know what the actual COVID, like, okay, using United as an example, we don't know what the actual situation is, how many players uh, are infected, who are these players who are, who are involved in all that. So maybe it would work to the advantage that they don't play this match now because maybe they don't have the players to go out there and, and put up a, a strong enough challenge so to speak you know so it, it it's again it's a tricky situation because y you can't be fair to everyone but at the end of the day it, it's 
public health and safety, you know, that has to be the priority at the moment. Lah. Okay, now, personally, I think it should be postponed. Uh, besides the obvious safety issues, um, there's also the uh, mental aspect as well. We've always said that players aren't robots. They can't, they can't just turn themselves off uh, emotionally. Can you imagine being forced to play in this kind of situation, right? It is going to affect them uh, psychologically. I mean, how can you expect players to give a 100% focus to the game when they're probably thinking, that guy's coughing. Does he have COVID? What if I get it? What if I pass it on to my wife or my girlfriend or baby? For some players, their performances are bound to suffer because of this. Yeah, I have to agree with you, Faisal. I think, I think if... I, I get what uh, Nick's point that it's difficult for the league to postpone or suspend the league currently. But due to public health concerns and and cu- currently, you know, like United, Leicester, uh, Tottenham, they are, they are postponing their matches. It's bound to happen that the league needs to stretch their, their schedule much more, more than me, I think, just to fit in those matches, right? So might as well you just suspend all the all the matches right now for until what the suggestion was until until the new year so that the cases could uh, could go down a bit and i think that that would be i think that would be the most logical reason logical steps for for the premier league to contain this this pandemic and you know yeah. what i just thought of something you mentioned it's not stretching the season uh next season they've got the world cup right in in the middle of the season in yeah. december Exactly. So, yeah, they, they really can't afford to have anything messing up next season, you know, because it, it'll just be like this domino effect that just affects season after season. Yep. Well, worst comes to worst, they could always just replace the remainder of the season with esports, you know, like teams playing <laughs> FIFA. And Salah would be pissed off, I guess, because he's not in the <laughs> FIFA's World Eleven. Moving on, the uh, Champions League last 16 draw happened earlier this week. Uh, as we referenced uh, early on, there was a bit of drama. There was a glitch in the uh, software system, so they had to do it all over again. Um, as a result, Real Madrid, they were initially drawn against Benfica, but because of the do-over, they now have to face a PSG. Elsewhere, Sporting Lisbon are up against Man City. Bayern Munich take on Salzburg. Interface Liverpool, uh, Chelsea are going against Lyon, Villarreal play Juventus, Atletico Madrid up against Man United, and finally there's a Benfica versus Ajax. Uh, guys, among these fixtures, Real versus PSG has to be the uh, big one, right? And uh, maybe Inter v Liverpool. Uh, totally, Real versus PSG is going to be the main highlight for this round. Um, Real with the with the young players coming up, such as Vinicius Junior, and has to be. And you know, Messi with PSG along with Mbappe, just to name a few, has to be the most watched, the most must-watch match in this round because just the quality of it and the 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 prestige of both clubs. Um, Inter against Liverpool, I think. I think I personally think that it might be one-sided going to Liverpool because you know they have Salah and Mane, but nonetheless. It's going to be a great, great round of 16, but there's a lot of favourite clubs that's going, to, that's going to go through to the quarters. Except Man United. <laughs> <laughs> Atletico is a tough one la, to get. I mean, you've got Benfica and Sporting Lisbon and all that, and then you get Atletico. <laughs> it's better than I, uh, PSG, I guess. Yeah, you, you get Real Madrid. <laughs> Another early exit for PSG. 
Okay, also in football, uh, sad news as uh, Sergio Aguero announced his retirement. His playing career was cut short at the age of 33 due to a heart condition. Uh, this is not the way you want to see a player of his uh, quality bowing out, right? Yeah, absolutely not. I mean, seeing this happen to him is, is just an absolute shame. I mean, he's 33, still in good form. And, and I think he, he had like a few good years ahead of him, if not for this, you know. And imagine how much better Barcelona would have been this season, you know, if they had a fully fit Aguero. Uh, but at the, end of the day, uh, at the end of the day, health is more important. And I think he made the right decision, as difficult as that decision must have been for him. Uh, but you know what? For me, Aguero is, and, and I'm saying this as a United fan, an absolute legend. Um, over his career, he scored, what, over 400 goals for, for Atletico, for City, for Independiente and all that. And he was a very key figure in the City team that won five league titles. I mean, who among us can forget that goal he scored against QPR, right, on the last day of the 2011-2012 the season that won City the league? You know, he, as a United fan, I, I watch that again and I still get goosebumps, you know. Uh, but there's there's no denying his class and his talent. But, you know, you have to do what you have to do. And I, I guess we all we can do is just wish him a, a speedy recovery and a happy retirement. Uh, uh, yes, I agree with Nick. Sad to see him leave. Uh, still has a few seasons left in him, I guess. But uh, back to what Nick said about that goal. As a United fan myself, I watched the match. I was jumping in joy when they were tied 2-2. But when that when he scored that goal, I mean that iconic goal, I just I just sat sunk in my sofa and I was like, how the hell did that happen? You know, because it's the first title that City won in years, and it's that season, that particular season, he was dude, he was unplayable. He might be just if it wasn't for Ronaldo or Messi, I think he might be the best player on the planet at that moment or at that point of season. Yeah, he really carried that team like that season. Yeah. Aguero uh, calls time in his career with, uh, as Nick said, uh, five Premier League titles. Also, uh, FA Cup and uh, League Cup trophies as well. Internationally, he won an Olympic gold medal and won Copa America. Now, whatever is in store for him, uh, we're confident he'll put in the same passion and dedication as he did while playing. Finally, there's the uh, BWF World Championships. Uh, it's currently underway and our Malaysian reps have been doing well so far. Yes, uh, we have four representatives in the quarterfinals. In the quarterfinals. Uh, one of them, uh, one of them is Lee Zijia, who might not be in the best form, I guess, because he needed rubber games to advance to to the to the quarter to the quarters but i hope that he'll pick up his form and be more consistent by winning in straight straight sets cuz i think he needs to be more confident just to make it deeper through the tournament but shout outs to our young men's double gozife and nur izudin they were eliminated in the third round, but they lost to the Olympic champions from Chinese Taipei in rubber games. They put up a monumental fight. I have high hopes for this pair. And I really, really hope that the inclusion of Rexy Mainaki as the deputy director of BAM will help these this young kids, these young guns to, to more success in the future. With that, we've come to the end of another Potball Sportscast. Thanks for tuning in. I am Faisal Merikan. I am Karami Kamil. 
and I'm Nicholas John. Stay safe, wear a mask, get your boosters. Bye-bye.